Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you are listening to You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the Geeky Geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, in preparation for their new comeback and first full-length album, we'll be talking about Super M. Yay! Because we go 100. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. That's what we're doing now. Instead of jopping, we're going 100. I don't know what that means. We go, we go, we go. We go 100. <laughs> um, but before we get in into talking about Super M, Chelsea, what have you been doing? Well, I finished I'll Go to You When the Weather's Nice. And wow. It's like, I remember I told you it's like a slow burn. Yeah. But like, it's good. Like, it's really, really good. And it burns, let's just say. Oh, jeez. But, like, I think shows like that, when they have that slow burn, like, the climax of the show just feels more intense because you've, like, waited this whole time for that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like watching, like, a Victorian uh, set movie or something. Like, you're just waiting for, like, anything. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, my God. You mean waiting forever for Darcy and Elizabeth to kiss? And then if you were watching the uk version you never get to see it you don't see it exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh exactly so very good um if you don't mind a slow pace highly recommend then this week we had island finale which was crazy because i usually try to avoid spoilers on twitter but it was near impossible this week so i found out who made the the debut team before i got to watch it and i was shook (laughs) oh geez because there was one member and i'm not gonna like give spoilers away in case people haven't watched it yet but there was one member that i thought was a guarantee like i thought for sure one like no matter what they were gonna get in and they didn't and i was like oh okay (laughs) what happened (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah. So um, it was very interesting. And I'm sure you've seen a lot of clips of BTS being chaotic AF on that show. It was really funny because I just like recently saw the like a picture of PD Nim, right? Mm-hmm. Of him just like sitting there staring at them. And people were like, you know, I'm pretty sure that he's not angry. That's the look of a man who realizes that his chaotic children are causing problems and he wants to laugh but he can't because they're in trouble yes exactly well apparently there's like during that chaotic moment apparently you can hear someone either staff or crew or someone just like almost crying they're laughing so hard (laughs) they were uh, bts doesn't know how to be not a hot mess they're they're so funny like everyone everyone expects them to be like oh like they're top dogs now so like they're gonna be tough and they're gonna be like super professional and they're gonna be the adults and then they go on and they're like absolutely like children and they're (laughs) in like the best possible way it's just so funny i don't they they're professional when they need to be professional and then they're themselves the re- like 99.9% of the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was just very funny. They're like, "Tae or could you tell us an example of like 
what you found interesting at the island? Like, uh, yeah, so you guys had a lot of food here, and I remember getting scolded for using salt on my chicken. <laughs> Namji just grabs the mic. Sorry, sorry, it's our day off. <laughs> and then Jimin just, like, falls off his seat laughing. Is that what that's? Is that what happened? That's what happened. Yes, <laughs> I saw the clip from him, and I had no idea what was going on. But it's just—it's really funny because it's just a, such a dramatic difference from like when they were trainees to yeah. like now. It's oh, so yeah. funny because like Island is—it is an intense place. It is completely built to like set them up for success. And even like the producers when they went on there, they were like, "Wow." you guys realize like you have it really well and that like you guys are set up for success here. So you need to like do well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just really funny. You can, and like sugar did this like weird laugh because there's no audience obviously. So they're, they're doing this like stage live broadcast and like sugar gives his answer and it's like dead silent. And so he just laughs, but then he, like, does that, like, fake laugh where he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, my God. It was insane. So I I highly recommend you watch the whole thing. But, like, if you don't want to, just watch the finale. It's so, well, you, to be fair, you could probably find just the clips on YouTube of, of BTS because... You might get frustrated if you don't watch the whole show because when they were announcing each member, they would take 10 minutes of like, okay, and the next member pauses for a whole minute, is, pauses for a whole minute, like, and you're like, oh my god, just announce it already. <laughs> <laughs> and they did this with every member and it drove me nuts, but it's fine. Um, And then other than that, I've just been watching BTS like on AGT and iHeartRadio and stuff like that. I went on a big camping trip this weekend as well, so kind of busy doing that. But other than that, Katie, what have you been up to? Uh, I watched the latest uh, behind the scene, like the extra episode and then the new episode of In the Soup. Um, yes. That clip that we got of Tay's uh, mixtape, like the song from his mixtape, was so beautiful. It was. It was very good. I loved it so much. I also was dying over the fact that Tay's mom made them like uh, kimbap and uh, sandwiches for the road. It was, so it was cute. the cutest thing on the planet. And then I was dying over um, Tay cracking up about Jin's dad glasses. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. And then Jungkook just like fully passed out in the front seat. Oh. He was so tired. It's he said something about like being up all night the previous night, and I'm like, oh my god, Wh why? Yeah, and then he would like slept through like a big chunk of the rest of the episode too, and then yeah. you know the level of patience that they have for each other because Jin was just like smacking him on the butt with that like pool noodle thing, yeah, or whatever, and he just like turns around and he's like, what? <laughs> They were, like, shaking him like a rag doll, practically. Like, they were poking and prot. Like, they were like, come on, wake up, wake up. Poor guy. Just wants to get some sleep. He was probably exhausted. Yeah. Um. Also, 
leave it to Jimin to freaking forget his luggage again. Oh my god, yeah. I was dying. And I love that the manager was like, yeah, I have it. (laughs) He's like, we've been here before. Like, that time you left your luggage on the bus. Like, we've been here. Yes. (laughs) Jimin. Get it together, Jimin. Um... I've been getting super into Going 17, which is their, like, reality show mm-hmm. that they have that's, like, sim- they do, like, it's, like, similar to, like, Run BTS. Yeah. And it is so good. It's so funny because 17 is legitimately just a mess. They <laughs> are just a mess. Like, every time anything happens, like, you've got 13 people just being a hot freaking mess constantly. It's so funny. I watched um, the current episodes that are going on right now. They're doing this like trying to catch four members that are dressed as mice. And they're mm-hmm. like going around this like location trying to find them. And like Hoshi's been hiding inside of this thing and they can't find him. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. It's ridiculous. They did one where they were doing like uh, they had to like pretend to sleep or sleep. Or, like, get their heart rate down to just be, like, a constant and not have it, like, jump all over the place. While the other 12 people are, like, talking crap or, like, saying stuff or joking around. And you're, like, trying to slay in the bed and not have your heart rate go up. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. That sounds. (laughs) It's so good, though. They have so many episodes, so there's so much content to, like, consume. So I can't wait to, like, watch more of their episodes. Um, I've also just been doing BTS stuff, been watching like old episodes of Run BTS since there aren't any new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also haven't seen all of the Run BTS episodes, so I'm catching up on those. Yeah. Um, and then Stray Kids had their comeback and whew, consuming all of that, <laughs> all of yes. it. Yes. It's so good. Like... They released a new music video today, and I just want to know who hurt them. No. Like, it's really good. It's I need to so watch good. that. Like, everything that Stray Kids does is so good. I caught the tail end of Chan's room mm-hmm. the, um, this morning, and he was just, like, just being the biggest sweetheart with the biggest heart on the planet always. My coworker was showing me a TikTok, and I'm wondering if it was from that live where he talked about an edit that he saw on either TikTok or somewhere. And it was like, it was playing to like the weekend song. I don't know what it is, but apparently has like very inappropriate lyrics to it. And he was apparently like, yeah, so I saw this edit with the weekend song and like, wow, wow. That was, that was something. And everyone's like, oh my God. This week has proven two things. Well, we already knew this about Banchan, but this week has proven two real things. Maybe not this week, but just recently that you need to be careful about what you say because either the artist will find out about it in some way, shape, or form. Now, Banchan, we know he has a secret Twitter account. We know. Don't pretend like we don't know. We know. We know. <laughs> also, probably a secret TikTok and mm-hmm. various other social medias, we're sure. And he sees all of that crap. All of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. All the good, the bad, the ugly. 
Some I wish he didn't see, but nonetheless, it all gets back to him. It does. Now, now the person that we recently found out that things get back to was none other than Kim Namjoon <laughs> of BTS. Yes. Um, Because ARMY be thirsty. I mean... I mean, we always thirsty, but people were commenting nonstop on his t-shirt, right? About how he's been working out and, like, Namjoon is, like, two steps away from joining the committee, okay? Yeah. Oh. And he brought it up during his birthday V-Live and people were just straight panicking. <laughs> He's like, he's like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not buff. I'm just, I'm, there's, the shirt's too small. We're like, you liar. You all liar. Men do is, all men do is lie. Because legitimately, like, what is it, two days ago, yesterday, whatever day it was that he was on the, that, that show thing where they did the time capsule, whatever. Mm-hmm. For thing. the youth, yeah. Okay. But did you see how he looked that boy thick? Yes. Yes. Excuse My me. whole timeline was full. Between, like, don't lie to us, Namjoon. We know. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not idiots. You said you were working out four to four to six times a week, and now you've got, you're two steps away from getting a phone call from BM to join the big titty committee because we see it. <laughs> exactly. Just saying. It's but BTS sure. is really talented, and they have really great music. But oh, yeah. Namjoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, my God. We I- see you. I hope he doesn't see some of the things. <laughs> it's always all over my timeline every time. Every time something happens, I was like, good lord. Yeah. Stay off of Twitter, Namjoon. Just stay off of it. Tell your friends to leave it, too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, speaking of BTS, uh, for K-pop this week, some stuff happened. Um, BTS has been busy. Mm-hmm. whatever but anyways <laughs> they're just always busy so they released as a like is this like a gift i'm not really sure but they announced that they were releasing the dynamite nighttime remixes and freaking army twitter lost their mind because one of the remixes is the bedtime re or the yeah is a bedtime remix mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people were like Excuse me. Excuse me. Like, <laughs> so obviously, Army has their minds in gutters. That's fine. That's fine. It's whatever. Um. So they released the nighttime remixes. So I think we're up to like eight now. Something like that. Yeah. Some something like that. They're all great. I've listened to all of them. They're all mm-hmm. fantastic. And they also randomly dropped. A dynamite 70s remix version music video last night without like provocation they just like dropped it and i was like is that a music video it was like a vh1 pop-up video from like the 90s it was so good <laughs> so good and then jungkook randomly went live on youtube again two days in a row to show uh, people think at first I thought it was because it was like his mixtape related stuff, but then people were saying, no, that's not actually what it was about. Uh, cause we remember early on in the, I don't, I have no sense of time now before map of, was it after map of the soul seven, whatever, whenever we went into quarantine or whatever, yeah. RM said that they wanted to show us more of the album making process to make us mm-hmm. feel 
to make army feel like they're more of the process so that we can understand like the different things that they do so that they could show more of their like time their life more of those things they wanted yeah. to share with army so that's what jungkook has been doing yeah. so uh there's a lot of speculation that maybe he's gonna be the intro song on the new album that jungkook's gonna have the intro song possibly very cool um so there is no sleep there's just this constant buzz of anxiety over whether or not like a bts member is just gonna go live randomly because there i got no notification the only reason that i knew about jk going live was just that i happened to like see it on twitter yeah i don't i don't get notifications from youtube even though i have them set up for certain people so i really need to figure out how to get them because i think i get like an email but i don't have push notifications for my emails so i gotta figure that out i mean i normally get push notifications from from youtube but for some reason like i never got the one that they were waiting for him to go live yeah uh so i just happened to see it on um twitter and gotcha. i was like oh shoot and it was him just like like 95% of the video was like silent yeah <laughs> so it was interesting but it was nice to see like joe cook cuz it's been so long and he went live the day before yesterday too mm-hmm. um for a whole 3 minutes i believe and this time yeah. it was eight and a half minutes so it's going up it's going cool. up in time um Dynamite was also submitted for Record of the Year, and BTS was submitted for Best Pop Duo and Group Performance for the Grammys. Mm-hmm. And then BTS performed on America's Got Talent, and he they were also part of the iHeart Festival. Yeah. Yeah. They keep singing Spring Day, and I can't handle it. Their performance on that was so freaking good people were making the joke they were like bts who do you want to collab with and then it was like literally like them at the the same time oh my god bts is collabing with bts obviously Mm -hmm. but both of their performances were really really good so if you haven't like seen them you should watch them they were phenomenal absolutely um let's see straight kids backdoor uh the new music video backdoor is out and they just dropped x which is another song on their album um today it was really good backdoor is also super good and i am loving the backdoor challenge tiktok videos they're (laughs) so funny yes they're killing straight kids is just everything i just i love straight kids um big announcement was made randomly yesterday which is that nct 2020 is coming Mm-hmm. next month yes and this morning at 8 a.m they dropped a like teaser kind of thing basically they just showed all the groups or just a picture of mark <laughs> just, mark. just mark just a picture of mark and wavy because he's not in wavy which is surprising i'm surprised they haven't tried to add him um but anyways nct 2020 is coming and it's going to be epic Mm-hmm. like so epic it's been two years since they did the big giant comeback so whew, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be great good. and it's gonna be wavy which means that we gotta we're gonna have nct 127 win-win reunion and Aww. it's gonna be everything so i'm good. ready um moonbin and sana debuted as a subunit with their 
title track bad idea and let me tell you how much of a bad idea putting the two of them was it was dangerous for you it was so bad because moonbin's like my second bias and sana is my number one bias wrecker of always Mm -hmm. and bad idea is so good the song is good the whole album is really good their performances are incredible and they've been putting out a lot of content just the two of them like doing a bunch of videos and stuff with um, I think it's some pie and like some other stuff, and it's been super funny. Aw, so good. Um, let's see. So this morning, Sunjin of Day Six dropped the Afraid, the song Afraid, the guide audio on YouTube, and the guide audio I found out is it's like a demo of the song before, like that the person who wrote the song, like this is the demo that they do for the audio and then it gets a proper release with like everybody singing, but he yeah. they put it up on YouTube and the video is just, it's a black screen. Mm-hmm. And this song is like, hearing just him sing it made this song way more emotional than it needed to be. Oh. And in the comments, a lot of my days were saying that he released it because he wanted people to hear how he felt and why he wrote the song. Mm-hmm. And since he's been like also dealing with a lot of anxiety and different stuff too. Um, yeah. And Jay even tweeted, he was like, this hits differently. And I was like, no joke, bro. Of course yeah. it does. <laughs> oh. It was beautiful. Like, I can't wait for, like, all of day six to, like, come together and play yeah. some more music together. I just am dying to hear Zombie live, and I wonder if I'll ever get the opportunity to do that. Oh, man, I hope so. I want to hear it so bad. Um, Taman has been killing it in the live performance department on all of the music shows because he just had a comeback and the song Criminal is amazing. The whole album is so good. And yeah. Vote yeah. for Taman. Promote Taman. Do all those things. Love Taman. <laughs> just do all the things. Taman He's killing it up in the solo department right now. And then, you know, he's promoting his own solo album while also doing promotions for Super M. The man is busy. And he's got two reality shows going on at the same time. Oh, my God. It's a lot. He's busy. Um, Let's see. What else? VAV had a comeback, too. It's out now. And the title track is called Made for Two. I am a failure and have not watched the music video yet, but I heard that it was really, really good. I haven't had time yet either. So I need to check that out. Um, Max. So Max is not K-pop. No. At all. Um, But he released a new album with a song called Blueberry, which features Suga. And he was also featured on uh, August D2 Mm -hmm. as well. And... It's been so good. Like, just his song, this song is really good. And then he, Shuka snuck in lyrics for Army, which was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Max and his wife learned Shuga's rap so that they could do it. And in the music video for Blueberry, because Shuga couldn't be in it, they put a cat mm-hmm. in it to represent Shuga because he, they knew that we called, that we call Shuga a cat. Yep. 
And then did you see on TikTok, they did a video where they proved that they knew it. So they actually like sang it Mm -hmm. on TikTok. And then did you see Eric Nam duet it with him as well? Yes. Did you see Jay's? (laughs) I didn't know. Yeah, Jay did a duet with him too, but I did see like uh, Max reacting to Eric Nam's Mm -hmm. uh, duet with him. And he was like shook. It was so good. Yes. He's like, don't oh worry, we're friends, guys. I know Eric. I'm like, okay, good. Good. Everyone should know Eric Nam because Absolutely. he's the best. <laughs> um, did you did you see the clips of him dying over BTS? Like he was going through like some BTS stuff and he was just like Yes. What am I doing with my life? And Diane, the person that, that helps producer, with the yeah. pod the producer of the podcast, she goes, But do they have a podcast? And he goes, No, I have a podcast. <laughs> oh it's so funny but he said there's like a bunch of stuff like coming up i really want somebody from bts to be on k-pop daybok with Mm -hmm. him i think that would be really fun it would be so much fun like he's getting more and more like bigger k-pop like people and stuff like he's getting more k-pop idols to be on his show which makes me really happy yeah because they just need to be on the show honestly I mean, who doesn't want to chill with Eric Nam? I want to chill with Eric Nam. Exactly. Anyways, uh, another Western artist uh, called Pink Sweat um, did a remix of his song 17, and it features Joshua and DK from 17. Oh, very cool. Yeah, he also did the song, uh, is it Honesty? Or honestly, like a lot of people have done covers oh, of his song. Yeah. Like, um, that was the first uh, cover I heard from Young K for his Young One series. He sang that song. Mm-hmm. And I died because the high notes and stuff, like oh how, God. why, it's amazing. Um, so this song is really, really good and people should check it out. And the last thing that I have on the list is that Treasure... Uh, released their second mini album, uh, come back with the song "I Love You." Yes, I have it in my queue to watch. Same, same. They've been waiting so long. They waited so long to debut, and then they get like they had like back to back releases. They probably had so much content to work with in that time. I mean, they were trying to debut for the last like t- what two years, maybe mm-hmm. more. So I get it. All right. Super M. Yes. I've consumed so much of jopping in the last, like, four hours that, like, I just, I don't know what to do with my life now. Yes. Um, so Super M is basically a SM entertainment super group composed of members uh, from several other SM entertainment groups. Uh, Super M is also, is under both SM and Capital Music Group, so it's... It's supposed to be, I believe, a U.S.-based K-pop group. Yeah. That's what they're supposed to be. So they did a lot of their... So when they debuted, they they debuted here in the United States. Yeah. I was there. Yes. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Um, so Super M debuted in the U.S. on October 4th of 2019. So their birthday is coming. Aww. Their one-year anniversary. Um, they debuted with their self-titled EP with the title track, Jopping. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. 
Um, they held a debut showcase in Hollywood, California, just outside of the Capitol Records building on October 5th of 2019. I went to that show. It was free. I did not get into the show, but I did stand outside and they waved at us at some point. Oh, that's awesome. So they had giant jumbotrons everywhere. So it really didn't matter where you were. Yeah. Like you could... You were going to be jopping while they were jopping. Okay, gotcha. like it was going to happen. I'm going to say jopping so much during this podcast. I apologize in advance. <laughs> um, so Super M debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, making them the second South Korean group to top the U.S. charts, as well as the first to do so with their debut track. Um, mm-hmm. Their debut single, Jopping, <laughs> is among Billboard, Billboard critics pick of the 25 best k-pop songs for the year of 2019 nice i didn't know that man the number of texts emails and whatever (laughs) i got from super m leading up to their debut was exhausting i remember that (laughs) i mean you you heard us talk like not now super m leave us alone we know we know we know your showcases today we know we know your album we've seen the music video it was getting exhausting because it was just like overly saturated with um yeah just promotional stuff from them it was so like like if you didn't know who super m was in october like you were blind or just living under a rock because like hollywood was papered with super m like promotional stuff it was everywhere (laughs) i lived every moment through that and i loved it i loved all of it i'm not complaining at all um let's see so after they debuted they embarked on their first world tour called we are the future live with 10 dates in north america from november of 2019 to february of 2020 they were actually supposed to continue their tour into latin america and a few other countries However, it was postponed due to COVID-19. I absolutely 100% regret not going to this concert in January. Yeah. <laughs> or was it February? I I chose not to go to the Super M concert because I knew I was going to go get tickets to see Monster X. Yeah. Yeah. That was dumb. Little did I know. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know a world pandemic was on its way? That's so silly. No, I had no idea. <laughs> It's fine. We'll see them again, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so Super M uh, was announced as the global ambassadors for Korean Air in November of 2019. The song featured in the video Let's Go Everywhere was released on November 18th, and the proceeds for that song were actually donated to the Global Poverty, Poverty Project's Global Citizen Campaign. Very cool. So... They're going everywhere, they're jopping everywhere, and they're donating money to save people. Very, very good of them. They're really a super group, aren't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so Super M also participated in an online concert series, uh, One World Together at Home, on April 18th to support the COVID-19 Solidarity response fund with the who as well as promote social distancing so the group performed an unreleased song which is actually coming out on their new album i believe called with you um from separate locations so they were all like doing things like did you watch the video i did not 
I should have put it in the thing. I didn't. Um, they're all in like different locations doing stuff. So like Ten is drawing at his house, like on his iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, Taeyong was like drawing on a baseball bat. Okay. I don't know. Taemin was in his kitchen, like making food. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. And then Lucas was like working out while also trying to sing, which was of really <laughs> interesting. Um, I don't know what, what was, like, Baekhyun and, and Kai were doing other things, too. Like, they were all in their house, basically. Like, they yeah. were all in their rooms or in their dorms or wherever it is that they live. Mm-hmm. And they, like, broadcasted them all together. I watched it. I thought it was great. The song is really good, so. Mm. I mean, it's super, and they killed it. You know they did. So. Of course. So then... In April of 2020, Super M became the first group from SM Entertainment to hold a live online concert jointly organized by SM and Naver as part of the world first online dedicated live concert series called Beyond Live. Um, I feel like this was like the first online concert that like kicked off the series of online concerts after this. Yeah. Um, yeah. In their concert... Uh, during this concert, they performed songs from their debut album as well as new tracks that are coming up on the new album as well. And they played to a live audience of about 75,000 people. Pretty good. In real time and over a hundred and across 109 countries. That's really good. Um, that's where we got the like really uncomfortable, like broken internet screaming that happened. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it was... To be fair, they were the first concert to do that, so definitely probably worked out a lot of kinks through that. Yeah, they did a really great job, though. Like, the concert was super good, but I was... I was loving every moment of that, because all the NC... Pretty much all the NCT groups did a concert, as well as Super M, and then I think Super Junior did one, and then somebody else did one. But Beyond Live did a lot of shows, so yeah, it was good stuff. Anyway, so let's get into the members. Now, because all the members of this group are actually from other groups, I kept it kind of minimal semi- about that. Or- Semi-superficial. Like, I, I put stuff about, like, what group they're from and all that stuff. But, like, if they had... Um, a lot of their like solo stuff because there are people from groups that have been around since like forever and we don't have oh. time to dig into that. No. And we'll do our own episodes on the other groups that they're in. Exactly. All right. So let's start with Baekhyun, who is our leader and main vocalist. His main group is EXO and he debuted with EXO in 2012. Yes. Um, he has a powerful and charismatic voice and, he, and stage presence. He was scouted by SM in front of the his school gates. Yeah. Why do that, they... Does that happen? They just walk by, they're like, you. I think it also happened to Taeyang. Yes. I think so, it did, too. I think it's pretty common. I think they just wait outside, which sounds super creepy. They're like, <laughs> yes. what high school are we going to hit up today, guys? Like... <laughs> I mean, they scout people off the street all the time. They're like, you look like you could be in an idol group. Exactly. Okay, then. Um, So he officially became an SM trainee in 2011. And then he, like, 
obviously like so much stuff happened with EXO and he's been mm-hmm. performing with them since forever. And when we get to talking about EXO, which I can't wait because I can't wait to like dig into EXO. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so from there, we're going to jump a bunch of years forward. Yeah. He launched his own uh, fashion brand. I think it's called Privy by BBH on July 1st of 2018. And then on July 10th of 2019, he debuted as a solo artist with the song Unvillage, which is legitimately like my favorite K-pop song of all time. Oh, wow. Big statement. If you had to pick like if... Somebody asked me, like, to pick five of my favorite K-pop songs that I've heard, and Unvillage is is definitely in my top five. Wow. I listen to that song all the time. I love it a lot. The whole album is really good. It's called City Lights. It's very good. Um, He's also released a second solo album called Delight with the uh, title track called Candy. That just happened this year. Yeah. Um, so you also can, good. Also very good. Um, and then in December of 2019, uh, Beckian was awarded the Best Male Artist at the 2019 Mnet Asian Music Awards following the success of his EP City Lights with Unvillage. So it's like as a solo, like he's very popular, right? As part of XO, he's very popular as part of Super M. But like as a solo artist, he is like doing just, very well he's doing very well so on may 25th of this year he that's when he released delight right featuring the lead single candy the ep garnered over seven hundred and thirty-two thousand pre-orders making it the most pre-ordered album by a soloist in south korean history wow i think i pre-ordered that album too so i get it <laughs> <laughs> you're like i'm in that number <laughs> i am in that number so good I love Beckian's voice very, very much. Yeah, it's very good. I look forward to every song, like every Super M song. And I'm like, we going to get a high note? We gonna I was going to say the, the high note king. <laughs> every real. time it happens, I'm like, and there we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Every single time. And it's so phenomenal every single time. Oh, yeah. God, he's so good. All right. Next, we have a Taman who is our main dancer, main vocalist, and our center. His main group is Shiny, and he debuted with Shiny at the age of 14 in May of 2008. Wow. Yeah. He's been in the industry for a very long time, um, doing so much stuff between his solo work and then his work with Shiny. Um, I mean, I named off a bunch of stuff he's doing right now, so that boy's busy. Mm -hmm. Like. The man is busy. Um, so Taman is considered to be an idol's idol because so many idols within the K-pop industry look up to him, like consider him a role model and an inspiration to them. Even like, what was it like? Everybody in Super M was like, yeah, I mean, I've been, I, what got me into K-pop? They're like, oh, uh, Shiny. Shiny got me into K-pop. So Makes sense. Yeah. And like, oh, my favorite song is Want by Taman and different things like that. So he's extremely talented and everybody looks up to him he's also a super weird dude in case anybody was wondering (laughs) we talk about we talk about him in our group chat all the time about the weird things that he does yes it's so good it makes him so just like 
I want to meet him. He's so precious. <laughs> yes. Um, but Taman is an incredibly talented dancer and vocalist. His voice is super unique and always stands out. Like I can always pick him out of a group yeah. whenever I hear them all singing together. Um, he began his solo career in 2014 with his ex- first ex- uh, EP called Ace. Um, it peaked at number one on the South Korean Ganon album chart. And then its track reached number five. Um, his first solo album, Press It, which came out in 2016, charted at number one on the Ganon uh, album chart. And then in July 2016, Taman released his second EP called Sol- Solitary Goodbye and then made his solo debut in Japan. He's so busy. I mean, he's been around for a minute, so it makes sense. I know, for real. And then in 2017, Taman released his second full uh, Korean album called Move, and the title track gained attention thanks to its distinctive choreography, which I'm pretty sure I've seen this video. And I've seen people like do the choreography to this video like a lot. Yeah. Um, then he released a repackaged, uh, a repacking repackaged album version of move called moving i can read what i wrote it's fine um on december 10th of 2017 with the self-written um song called day and night as the title track then in 2018 he also released his first full japanese album called taman which coincided with his first tour in japan are we sure this isn't a taman solo episode because it could be (laughs) (laughs) there's just like so much stuff okay and then february of 2019 taman released his second korean mini album called want with the title track of the same name i own this is the one that i got this is the first taman album i purchased was this one nice and then he most recently released his latest solo album called never gone never gonna dance again part one um, with the title track criminal he also released like a pre-release two pre-release singles before this yeah was it two? There was one called Two Kids, and I think there was, like, another one? I can't remember at this point. COVID years. like Exactly. Just, can't tell. But anyways, he's currently promoting that on top of doing, like, leading up to promotions for Super M. Um, he speaks Japanese and English, and then I watched the, the drama that he was in, because Taman's also an actor, as well. Yes. He was in a Japanese drama called Final Life, which I got suckered into watching because of a TikTok. <laughs> Worth it. I don't yeah. agree with the ending of that f- that show, though. Oh. I have real problems with it because I went through so much to, like, get there, and then it just, like, ended, and I was like, that's it? That's it? Well, is there a season two coming? No. Or? Oh. No. I don't think so. Oh, dang. If I'm wrong, people let me know. Yes. Okay, let's move on. Because this is this turned into like tame in hours, which is fine. Because <laughs> he deserves all of the, he deserves all the love in the world. He does. Um. So next we have Kai, who is our main dancer, lead vocalist, and a sub rapper. His main group is also EXO, and he debuted with EXO in 2012. He was actually the first member of EXO K to be revealed. Mm. So he was like. I think they did like solo trailers or like videos or debuts or whatever for each member of EXO. 
And like he was in all of the videos. So he was like doing a lot leading up to like the actual debut of EXO. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So his dance specialties include ballet, jazz, hip hop, pocket popping, and locking. He's a very good dancer. He's very versatile. Yeah. I want to see ballet, Kai. Yeah. Is that an option? Like, where do I go to see that? Probably YouTube. Um, probably. <laughs> um, he is also considered to be an idol's idol since a lot, um, since he's been chosen by a lot of um, different K-pop idols to be their role model. Um, Kai has also taken on the honor of becoming Gucci's first ever Korean global ambassador. Ooh. Yeah, that just happened this year. So, like, congratulations to him. He gets all the sick Gucci clothes to, like, wear and stuff. Um, And then in January, let's see, January 2016, he made his official acting debut as a male lead in the web drama. Uh, Choco Bank? Choco Bank. Yeah. Yeah. Which achieved record-breaking viewership. Not surprised. I mean, makes sense. <laughs> I mean, Excels are like on it. Yeah, they are. So I get it. Um, and then in January of 2017, Kai was announced as starring as the lead, the male lead in a KBS teen drama called Andante, playing a high school student. Um, I'm assuming that went really well. I think he won an acting award for that as well. Ooh. Um, and then in February of 2017, he was cast in a Japanese drama called Spring Has Come based on a Japanese novel of the same name. And I believe he's the first non-Japanese uh, lead actor that was cast on a show for a specific, like, production company. Yeah. Like, they'd never cast anybody who wasn't Japanese um, to play the lead role. So it was Kai ended up getting that honor. So That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I want to watch his dramas. I've never seen them. Yeah. I'll have to, like, look for them. Okay, next we have a Taeyong who is our main rapper, main dancer, sub-vocalist, center. We get into, like, this area where, like, everyone's main group is just a hot mess. So <laughs> bear with me. Um, his main group is NCT 127. He's also a member of NCTU, where he actually, like, he debuted with NCTU in 2016, which was the first NCT subunit group thing. Mm -hmm. And then he debuted again in 2017 as a permanent member of nct 127 and he's actually the leader for nct 127 yeah he's also busy because mm -hmm. he's also a songwriter and Young is actually credited with having participating in writing over 30 songs for in four different languages mostly for nct's various units dang like him and Mark. I was looking at Mark's too. Like Mark's credited with like a lot. A lot, yeah. Um it's insane. So he also released his first solo single called Long Flight in 2019, which is incredible. So if you haven't like listened to that or seen the video, it's, it's very good. So good. The reason I'm like talking a lot about their solo stuff is because if you go to a Super M concert, you get their songs as super m right but then you also get these their solo songs mm -hmm. so like Beckyun sang on village 
And then Kai also sang uh, a song too. And then Taman did a couple of his solo songs. And then you get some minor subunit songs. Yeah. Like, uh, God, what is stop, it? Stop, baby, don't stop. Yes, that one with yeah. Ten and, um, is it Ten? Ten yeah. and Taeyung? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get like some great stuff with Absolutely. Super M because they don't have a lot of music <laughs> to go around. So they fill it. Not with, yet. Not yet. They fill it with a bunch of other stuff. So that's why I'm talking about their solo stuff. Yes. Um, so Taeyong actually has several other solo songs that he's done, but he's they've never been released. So maybe one day we'll get to get studio versions of those. That would be cool. Um, I saw listed on his profile that his strengths are very confident, very nice, caring towards the other members. But he looks cold on the outside, but he's actually a very kind person. I believe I can, it. I believe it. Yeah. Like, he cares a lot about all the members of Super M, and then he also cares a lot about all of the members of NCT, especially NCT 127, which he's the leader of, and he takes care of all of them. Um, he's got his work cut out because NCT 127 is, like, always a hot mess going on there. <laughs> Good Lord. Also, Taeyong has my favorite thing I've ever seen listed as, like, a dislike on a K-pop profile, which he dislikes dust. Yeah. I don't know if anyone likes dust, but... <laughs> I don't know why it cracks me up, because it was literally listed on, like, dust. <laughs> really? I mean, maybe he really dislikes it. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's got like a phobia or something. (laughs) Maybe. I love it, though. It's like one of my favorite things in the whole world I've ever seen written about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Moving on, we have Ten, who is our main dancer, lead vocalist, and sub rapper. His main group is Wavy, um, which is also, which is an NCT subgroup. Or unit. I'm not sure what they are. They subunits or subgroups? I don't know. I have no idea. I would say subgroup. They're part of NCT. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, Ten is also a member of NCTU, and he debuted with NCTU in 2016. Um, Ten released his first single called "Dream in a Dream" um, in 2017 through the SM Station Project. Uh, Ten is Thai Chinese. Is he also Korean? I can't remember. But he's definitely Thai Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, he speaks Thai, English, Korean, and Mandarin. Super impressive. It's so good. I love... Um, My favorite thing is that like, Ten used to go live all the time on Instagram, like during wavy promotions and stuff, like all the time. I love his English. It's like one of my favorite things in the whole <laughs> between like him and Yang Yang, like such a such a mess. It's so funny. Um, he can play guitar and piano. He's also very artistically talented, so he does a lot of drawings, and they're all really incredible and very well done and very I don't even know, beautiful. And he posts them on his Instagram, so you should go look at them. Yeah. Also, his likes were listed as nature, art, music, and Mark Lee. (laughs) Uh, Same. (laughs) I mean, those are all of yours, right? Like, you like nature, Mm -hmm. art, music, and Mark Lee. Exactly. (laughs) 
Chelsea, is this your profile? Yeah, I'm secretly Ted. Uh- <laughs> I knew it. Uh-huh. Um, and then on April 6th, two years ago in 2018, he released another solo song called New Heroes, which is amazing. I love this song. Yeah, it's very good. He sang it during their tour, too, and I've seen, like, live versions of this song. It's so good. Okay. So, second to last, but not very least, we have Lucas, who is our lead rapper. I love Lucas. I love Lucas. <laughs> I love Lucas so much. Um, his main group is also Wavy, just like 10, which is an NCT subgroup. He is also a member of NCTU. His debut was really confusing. Okay. So his official debut was March 14th of 2018 with NCT 2018. Okay. So he like, his debut was like the big giant group, like oh. all of NCT together. It was really okay. weird. Um. So in 2015, Lucas was scouted by SM Entertainment um, after passing a global audition that was held in Hong Kong, Lucas was accepted um, after only one modeling audition. I mean, makes sense. Like, I mean, it's Lucas. Yeah. Um, and then on April 5th of 2017, he was introduced as a member of SM Rookies, a pre-debut training team composed of young trainees who were potentially debut as an idol group members because they didn't have NCT Dream yet oh okay that makes sense like not yet so then on april 7th of 2017 lucas made an appearance in ten's video dream in a dream and then like he like debuted after that Mm -hmm. it's real confusing to be honest okay um lucas can speak cantonese korean mandarin and english (laughs) i'm not what? Oh no, he's it just his his English is so fun. I love his English. My favorite thing in the whole world is because like so like Ten and Lucas and some of the various other members of NCT because NCT has a lot of um international members, right? Yeah. Like like Johnny's from Chicago, you have uh Mark from he's from Vancouver. And you have Yuta, who's from Japan. And, like, you have, like, people from different countries. So it's always a hot mess when they're just, like, going to town on Korean. And you just look at one of the members' faces. And they have no idea what anyone's talking about. They, like, can't keep up. And they're like, wait, what? That happens to Lucas all the time, which I freaking love. He'll just look at them like, what? I know. He. I love it. He has, like, I feel so bad. Like, I know he speaks so many languages and, like, mm-hmm. crazy impressive. But I feel like the more languages you learn, sometimes it's, like, the less you know of each one. And I yeah. think that's kind of his boat is he's like, what? I can't. What? <laughs> it's so cute. Like, he's really good at all the languages that he speaks. So, like, he's, um he learned, he knew Cantonese first. Yeah. Uh, based on what I read. And then he had to learn Mandarin and then Korean. And then he's been learning English, so. Yeah. I mean, shoot. It's super impressive. Yeah. He's already killing it way better than I would ever dream of. So his look on his face, though, sometimes when, like, people are talking and he doesn't understand what they're saying, I was like, oh, that's me all the time. (laughs) Yes. I get it, man. I get it. I Um, get it. 
His specialty is winking. I'm also here for that. <laughs> oh, his specialty is looking adorable is what it is. Oh my god. Uh sidebar, they did this like pre-countdown to the release of the Tiger Tiger Inside music video that just happened not long ago. Mm-hmm. And they had to pick these um like paper bags up off the ground and then whoever got the tiger ears had to wear them and then like do a snippet of the dance from it and lucas picked the it was lucas and kai who got the tiger ears and i have never in my whole life been more just like oh my god he's so (laughs) cute than when he put the tiger ears on i was dying oh my god did you i was like texting our group chat i was like oh my god he's so cute i was like zooming in on the photo (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, Definitely geez. not a Lucas bias at all. No. <laughs> um. So then on, like, I mentioned that, like, his debut is confusing. But, like, on January 30th of 2018, it was announced that he would debut in NCT. So he would be part of NCT in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um. He, Lucas actually thought he was going to have to join NCT Dream because he's the same age as Mark. So he, like, practiced chewing gum, but then he didn't debut with them. Oh, I want to see chewing gum with baby Lucas. I know. (laughs) I know. I've seen videos of, like, baby Lucas with baby Mark, and it's so cute. Oh, my God. I love Lucas. But he's part of Wavy. He's killing it with Wavy. Like. Yeah. I can't wait to see all of them together as NCT 2020. It's going to be so great. Mm Mm-hmm. And last but not least, our final member, which I totally didn't even realize that he was going to end up being the Machne of this group. I know. I forget all the time. Yeah. And that person is Mark. Mark Lee. He's our main rapper, lead dancer, sub-vocalist, and our sweet, sweet Machne of the group. Him and Lucas are only a few months apart. They're the same age. It's really funny. It is. Um, <laughs> did you like what I, I was like? Main group. Uh, uh. <laughs> who knows? Um, all the groups, like all the NCT groups. Main group SNM, SM Entertainment. <laughs> it is at this point. Okay, so Markley's main group is NCT One Two Seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He made his debut in April of 2016 as a member of a of NCTU, which is considered a rotational unit. Then he debuted again as part of the soul-based fixed unit NCT127 in July of 2016, and then he debuted again a month later mm-hmm. with NCT Dream. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. <laughs> oh, and by the way, He's back to being a member of NCT Dream. Yes. He graduated and then they were like, let's put him back. Let's put him back. Um, I wrote in all caps that Mark is in all of the NCT subunits at this point. If they make a new one, they're going to put him in it. I'm telling you. If they don't, it's going to be like offensive. <laughs> like, where's but where's Mark? Like, one of my favorite TikToks in the whole world was that guy who was like, give Mark Lee a break. A break. <laughs> he doesn't need to be in another SM subunit. Because, <laughs> like, remember when we found out about Super M and we it was, like, announced who is going to be a part of Super M? We were yeah. like, what? <laughs> we're like, again? 
<laughs> like, how? How is he going to do it? How is he going to do it? I mean, it's- you got to give him credit. Like, the man is busy. And he and does a lot. And he I'm- looks like he's somehow staying relatively sane. I mean... At the end of the day, like, I get it why they keep wanting to put him in all the groups, because he's incredibly talented. He's a, an incredible rapper, a great vocalist. He writes incredible songs. He's an mm-hmm. amazing dancer. Like, Chelsea loves him. I do. He's my bias in all of SM. <laughs> like, hi, what's your what's your bias for Red Velvet? Oh, Mark Lee's. <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. I'm kidding. But it's kind of, especially for NCT, like when my coworker and I were getting to know each other, she's like, so who's your bias for this unit? Who's your bias for this one? And I'm like, I'm just going to tell you right now, it's going to be Mark Lee for everything. If, unless he's not in that group. And then it might be just Mark Lee in parentheses. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyways, so he was born in Toronto and then moved to Vancouver, Canada at a very young age. So he's our sweet, sweet Canadian boy. Mm-hmm. What a sweetheart. Even though he, he was... sounds like he's from the Bay. Oh, my God. <laughs> the possibilities are possible with all of the possibilities and being possible. I need to learn that quote by heart. I swear I to know. God. Mark and, Mark and his, his brain. I, I love him. I, I'd say sweet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you say his sweet and I do J from... this episode is a hot mess i am so sorry for whoever's listening to this it's fine we're getting there okay so he was a sm trainee for four years his specialty is rap and he also plays guitar um mark has lived in four different cities in his life so he lived in new york toronto uh, vancouver and he lives in seoul he can speak english he can speak english and korean (laughs) says like a lot but i get it i swear to god that boy's from california he's i know he's from canada but he sounds like he's from california he does he really does okay this is something i didn't know which is that in 2015 mark appeared on the disney channel korea's the mickey mouse club as a mouseketeer i didn't know this either and i love it it is the cutest thing ever can we put some mickey ears on mark who do i call to make that happen yes i need it <laughs> Um, especially with his pink mullet going on with just, oh. like a pair of Mickey ears. It's going to be beautiful. Okay. Perfection. Um, on December 31st of 2018, Mark became the first member to officially graduate from NCT Dream. Well, he did graduate and now he's back again. So <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Um, Mark is also credited with having um, written lyrics for nearly 50 songs, including songs from NCT and Super M. It's crazy. So good. Okay, now we're going to get into their discography, which isn't very long, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, Super M. It was their first album, so their self-titled debut EP was called Super M. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released on October 4th, 2019, with the title song, Jopping. Yes. Um, the group filmed their debut music video in Dubai, which is crazy and amazing. But they yeah. also did it in the middle of summer, so I feel really bad for them. Oh God, yeah. Um, Chelsea, how do you how do you feel about this music video? <laughs> I mean, how does everyone feel about this video? Because it's straight iconic. <laughs> I mean, at this point, 
<laughs> it really is. At first, I'm not going to lie, I heard dropping and I was like, what? I don't, I don't get it. But like, it hits. Like, <laughs> it's a good song and it's a fantastic debut and like, the music video is everything. We also made the joke that at the end of every Beyond Live concert, they would play the Jopping music video at like the very end, which indicated that the concert was over. So now we have this like standing joke in our group that it's like, oh, we're going to watch this concert. Do you think they'll play Jopping at the end? Because how else will we know if it's over? <laughs> exactly. And it or doesn't... if you're, you're playing Jopping on your playlist during work, you're like, oh, that means the work day's over, right? It means I can stop. <laughs> It would come up randomly on my playlist, and I was like, oh, shoot, my day is over. It's like 10 a.m. I am so sorry. Dropping is playing, and therefore I must go. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Um, So with their album, they obviously did their Super M uh, debut showcase in Los Angeles, which was really good. They did a really great job. Um, I put that in our – because they live-streamed it. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So I was, we were able to rewatch it. Did you get to watch all 40 minutes of it? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Uh, but I like skipped through and watched a little bit of a lot of it. Okay. I think the Jopping music video played like three times during oh that my thing. God. So <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I absolutely love that song. I don't want people to think I hate that song, but I oh, love no. it. I love it so much. Oh no, like when I'm saying it's iconic, it's not because I'm making fun of it. It's because it's it's iconic. It's so good. All of the members do an incredible job each of their parts. We get that that sick Beckian high note, which oh, is yeah. just like he can hit that crap live, which is mm-hmm. just heart we got, melting. We got Mark's rap that oh, just kills everyone. Which Lucas couldn't do. He was trying to sing it and couldn't do it. <laughs> During an Instagram live, I was I was cracking up super hard. Um, it's fine. I love Lucas so much. Um, but yeah, so so good. They performed Jopping on um, on Ellen and mm-hmm. a couple other shows as well during the time while they were promoting. And they did an incredible job. It was like... They're a super, super group, which is yeah. obvious. Um, And then they released the Let's Go Everywhere single, which was for the Korean, which was for Korean Air. Um, they had a whole music video that went with it, too. So it came out on November 18th of 2019. Um, I think it also played on the airplanes and they also like popped in on the safety videos, which makes me just want to take Ooh. Korean Air just for that reason. I was going to say, I had never seen this, and I don't know why. So when it came up, I was like, oh, okay. It's good, right? It was very good. And I was like, I definitely now want to take Korean Air because I want to see it. Right? So good. It's a really good video. It's definitely, it was definitely a hard transition difference between jobbing and then having this come out like a month later. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, cinema, like. The music video itself is like a 180. Yeah. But it's still very very good. Yeah, it's a it's um lot very brightly colored and the cinematography is really good and they're just incredible because there's so much talent contained on this one group that it's just like Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like 
the reason that their debut was such a big deal for a lot of people in especially having it happen in Los Angeles and it was such a big deal for like our group and like a bunch of other people that showed up is that most people have never had the opportunity to see 10 or Lucas perform live. Yeah, it's true. And, and we got that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like we finally got to see them perform live and it was worth the wait for all of that. Um, let's see. Next, we had 100, which was their pre-release single, uh, was released on August 14th of 2020, which was the same day that 1-0 released his song. So it was like a 180 between the two of them. <laughs> Very different vibes. Yeah. So last year we were dropping. This year we're going 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are. We go 100. That's what it is. Yes. Did you like this music video? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing with Super M is, like, everything is so high quality Mm -hmm. that, like, you know you're going to get something so good. The video is, like, very, very flashy, very, like, upbeat. I mean, everything about it was exactly, I don't know, what I expected. It was great. Yeah, Super M is supposed to be a performance-based group so everything is about their performance about it being like impactful and high quality and like just i don't even know like like, with a great budget that kind of thing oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that is true um but i really really like this song a lot it was really good i had to like go back and watch it a bunch of times later because I was sobbing through watching this and it had nothing to do with this music video at all. It just See, you watched it in the wrong order. You watched I... One Ho first <laughs> and then this. So you were deeply confused. Whereas I watched Super M first. So I was like super pumped and then watched One Ho and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. Um, so the last... Uh, music video and song that's been released up until their album comes out which is called tiger inside um it's also a pre-release single so both 100 and tiger inside are going to be on their new album that's coming out this was released on september 1st of this year and there was a whole music video that went with it we already talked about lucas being super cute in the tiger ears Mm -hmm. um how did you like this music video oh my god this was a full attack Girl, yeah. There was so much about it that was a... Fl- I mean, ma- you know, Magenta Mullet Mark was an attack on its own. <laughs> but then Young with his, like, growl and all... Oh like, his God. whole part in general, I was like, excuse me, you did not need to go that hard. Yeah. But also, thank you. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But, like, yeah. everyone looked good. It was very good. I don't know. It was Taeyong on the on the motorcycle. Like I oh couldn't handle that. It was just too much. His his whole part was just like you're just going, "Oh my god. Oh my god." Yeah. <laughs> and like we also got a dual Baekhyun Taemin high note together and it yes. was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. very good. I also just really liked the concept for this video. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It was so beautiful and like there was some sort of video that came out and I don't I think it was official where this artist did like an ink freehand drawing of all the members with like tigers and stuff and it was like in like I don't know like a 
like a traditional almost like japanese style or maybe it was korean mm-hmm. i'm not sure but like it was very like it was so gorgeous and it came out i think along with that and i was like dang this concept is so cool oh yeah it's so good kai was killing it during those last two music videos for tiger inside oh and 100 God. definitely like, I don't know enough about Kai at all. Like, I have not heard enough of him, and I need more, like, ASAP. Yeah. And we should I... do our EXO episode soon. Oh, God. I'm scared. <laughs> it's so much. I'm it ready, is, though. But we can do it. We can. Um, Man. And then, like, 10. I never get enough of 10, ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, we have the Super One, which is going to be their first full album, which is going to be released on September 25th. So it hasn't actually come out yet. Um, The title track is One, Monster, and Infinity. And based on the concept photos, I'm scared. (laughs) It. (laughs) I mean, they've kind of shown us a little bit of what the style is, obviously. I feel like it's got like the intensity of 100. But, like, the flare of Tiger inside. I don't know if that makes any sense. I think so, too, because, like, 100 was very Like, all the bright colors. Yeah. Like, the futuristic bright. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tiger inside was, like, it's really weird because you can see different elements of, like, um, because I don't watch a lot of EXO stuff, I don't know how much of, like, an influence that EXO's, like, concepts and music videos had on it but i kept picking up a lot of like nct stuff so like in 100 i got very superhuman feels from it Mm -hmm. um in certain parts and then tiger inside i was picking up a lot of like kick it and then neo zone happening yes yes like in there especially with like the color schemes and stuff for tiger inside so like it fit with it yeah And and this one just because of the plane Mm-hmm. is giving me like wavy vibes mainly because i decided my bias within wavy because of kai or not well not kai sorry kun standing by a plane and i was like yes <laughs> oh my god it doesn't make sense but that's just what it was you know at the end of the day your by you don't pick your bias most of the time it picks you like i didn't this pick, is true i didn't pick jay Hyun. he picked me he just had to be laying there on that table and i was yeah. like oh okay who's that you were like oh i am yours i understand i get it <laughs> i understand um but yeah so we're really excited about super m's album coming out and like that's why we did this episode because it's literally around the corner like it's coming mm-hmm it's so so close like today is the 20th right yes yeah they've been hyping us up like real well for this and i'm very excited i haven't gotten enough text messages so super m what are you doing <laughs> you're like i'm sorry my phone has not blown up yet what are you ghosting I shouldn't, me i shouldn't ask for that i think i got a text from them yesterday you should also sign up for the text messages of telling you, like, I complain about it, but I'm not actually complaining about it. No, I should. Now that I have a U.S. number and everything, yeah. Oh, I got texted by them on Friday. Oh, okay. So you're due a text. I'm due a text. It's been a few <laughs> days. Um, I'm last... sure the closer they get, they'll bombard you. Oh, my God. I'm going to be on vacation, so I'm scared. <laughs> um, I'm not leaving the state of California. It's fine. No, um, no, no. 
They're like, hey there, so we're curious about something. Text us a tiger if you're listening to Tiger Inside, a 100 if you're listening to 100, and a black heart if you're listening to both. And I'm like, obviously, I sent them a lot of black hearts. (laughs) Both at the same time. (laughs) Do I text them back every time they text me? You betcha. You betcha. Yeah. You have to. It's required. I do that for them, NCT127, and Eric Nam, whenever I get a text from them. Yeah, of course. Um, But anyways, I digress. Chelsea, who's your bias in Super <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I've revealed that. <laughs> Mark Lee, obviously. Forever okay. my bias. <laughs> do you have a, do you have a bias wrecker? Lucas, probably. I mean, definitely Lucas. Yeah, yeah. How about okay. you? Um, <laughs> I think I have like a lot of biases in this group. It's such a problem. Okay, so I think You're my like, bias supreme. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> that could be my bias. Okay, my bias is Lucas and ten. I'm pretty, okay. I'm pretty okay. sure it at this point it could change. I have no idea. And then my bias wreckers, a plural, are mm-hmm. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Mark and Taman. Nice. Very good. I I refuse to officially bias Taman. I refuse. <laughs> um Beck Young's slowly cre- creeping up on me at the minute. A girl every day. Every day he creeps. And so does Kai. I'm like, back off, man. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because, like, I've I've been watching their... They're putting out this, like... I don't know what it's called. It's, like, midterm something or other. And it's these videos where they're taking tests of, to see how well they know each other. But they're only doing, like, two members at a time. And, <laughs> Kai like... Kai doesn't know anyone. Kai doesn't know anything. He's like... <laughs> Like, even with Becky, they're like, shouldn't you know each other? And he's like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. But I was like, I was like dying on the inside. I was crying when the person who knew Mark Lee the most was definitely Taeyong. He was like, oh, I got, he goes, I got nine. And he was like, oh, that's the most. And I was like, I better be the most, bro. You with the leader of the group he spends the most time with. Exactly. Oh but, man, there was just there was so much of that that was so fun. But I just love how like savage Becky could be. He's like, no, obviously it's this. <laughs> like I haven't watched the new one, which is like Lucas Taman and Ten. I think is the oh, new episode. Okay, I haven't watched that either. I need to watch um, that. It's so I'm, funny. <laughs> I'm. So, it's so funny because it's like to test like how well they know each other, and it's very clear. That they don't know each other super well, which is really funny. But, like, certain members, it's always really funny. Like, who ended up being the person that know- knew the most about Bekian? Was it, like, Taman? I think it was Mark. Oh, Mark. Okay, it was Mark. I think it was Mark, yeah. And everyone- and they all kept going, how do you know? Like, <laughs> Mark knows everything, okay? He's the best. Apparently, he has a very good memory, so he says. Yeah. Um, I also put, they did the glamour friendship. Oh thing which was super sweet it's actually one of my favorite ones i've seen almost all of the ones that different k-pop groups have done and this one and i think got seven are like my two favorite ones same um what gets it for me every time is the hug between mark and kai Mm -hmm. 
It's so cute. Like, right at the end where he just sort of, like, sighs and, like, releases that, like, breath and, like, just sort of melts into Kai's hug is just, like... It was so sweet. So hard. Whoever produces those videos for Glamour, like, good job. Because that's, like, a really thoughtful video. I love it because it, it if people haven't seen them yet, you should take the time to, like, watch them. So they talk about... Um, each person gets like a member to speak about like how they met and their friendship with them. And um, so it was like Taeyong and Baekhyun talked about each other and then Kai and Mark. And then it was Lucas, Ten and Taemin, like mm-hmm. all talking about each other. And then they do a hug for one minute, which was super sweet and awkward. It's always super sweet and awkward between all of them. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um and then they did the uh say nice things about each other. Mm-hmm. Like compliment one another. Those are really good. My favorite is the compliment that Kihyun from Monster X got and he was like he's small. He goes, "I'm not small." <laughs> so funny. Um, <laughs> but there's so many. Like it was really sweet cuz it like it it genuinely like gives them the opportunity to like talk about themselves and like talk about each other and how much they care about one another. And then the trust fall thing is always super funny. It so. is. It's good. It's great. It's very good. Um, so yeah, super M check them out. They're amazing. Um, we're really excited for their, uh, full album. Um, they're one of those groups that every album they release has like eight versions. So good luck. Yeah. No kidding. I think I only have, I think, four or five. I have too many versions of Jopping, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Too many. I just bought the Mark one because obvious reasons. I tried to buy, like, one thing from every member. So, like, I had something. So, I have, like, a a 10 standee. I have a Taman album and a Mark album. And I think I got... 10 and then i have like a kai pin and a taeyong stamp and a taeyong shirt i have too much stuff don't talk to me (laughs) too much stuff but yeah i'm very excited for this album i'm i know it's gonna be great and there's a lot of songs that they've like performed right a lot of songs they've performed but haven't released yet so that's exciting um if you watch the beyond live show uh, they performed a bunch of songs that haven't been released yet, so we're going to get all of those on this album, which I'm, like, super stoked for because they are beautiful and there will probably be crying in there, I'm sure, because I think they did some sort of, like, ballad song that was just heart-wrenching because yeah. they have some of the best vocalists in K-pop on their group and... They got Mark Lee. Like, how could you go wrong? (laughs) But anyways, we've dragged this out long enough and been a hot mess this entire time. (laughs) So we're going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. That show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes can be found on our website, anchor.fm forward slash loving K-pop podcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at loving K-pop pod. Make sure you follow us over there. And if you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server, which we share with our podcasting network. Um, Invite links for those will be in our show notes. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the Geek2Geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts and streamers. (laughs) I didn't mess that up. It's fine. (laughs) And until next time. (gasps) Bye. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu.